What's good, people? Welcome to the Mind Body Hoops podcast. Whether I'm talking to athletes or authors or trainers, doctors, or anyone else, I'm trying to access information that's just not that accessible, and I'm trying to learn with you guys. So whether it's your first time listening or not, I appreciate you. Thank you for joining the journey, and let's find out what makes an expert an expert. Let's find out what makes a top athlete or a top author or a top entrepreneur, what got them there. And I think we'll find that what makes someone great at their craft makes them great internally and as people too. So a big part of what I'm doing here is trying to bridge the gap between what makes a great hooper a great hooper and what makes a great human a great human. I think the lines are blurred there and uh, let's see if my theory holds up. So I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys walk away with some actionable insights. I know I have in interviewing some of these amazing people. And uh, one thing I can offer you is just find that one thing, find that one actionable insight, habit, tactic, perspective that can change your life. One small thing you implement that you take away from this podcast will create huge ripple effects in your life. So I challenge you, I urge you, I invite you, I offer you, find that one thing. And uh, again, I appreciate Appreciate you guys for joining me on this journey. I'm your host, Max McCoy, and without further ado, welcome to the Mind Body Hoops podcast. Mike Kaufman returns to the podcast. Mike Kaufman is the founder of Better Bounce. He's a high up over at Overtime, one of the top media companies in all of sports. Mike and I are good friends, ex-college teammates. Um, Mike is like a mentor, a big bro to me. I was grateful to have him back. Mike has accomplished a lot, whether working high up in a business setting, doing what he really loves, or creating an insane platform around uh, his dunking ability and his ability to play basketball at such a high level. He's done a lot of things in a lot of different ways, and he attributes a lot of that to his ability to set goals, uh, execute goals, stay consistent, and kind of put his head down and work towards what he wants. And so the the goal and the theme of this episode is goal setting and execution. We just talked about that subject and there's a lot to talk about around this. We talk about macro goals, micro goals, execution, kind of things that come up, things you can put in place right now that'll help you get to the next level and whatever you want to get to, whether that's becoming a better shooter, whether that's becoming a better leader, whether that's getting straight A's, whether that's getting your dream job, whether that's starting a business, goal setting and execution can apply to anything in your life. And this is one of the things that me and Mike are super passionate about. Thought this was a dope conversation. um, And I'm grateful I got to sit down and talk to my brother again. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation I had with Mike Kaufman. All right, Mike, we're recording, man. We're jumping right into it. We got Mike Kauf, Better Balance founder. Um, Dude, welcome back to the podcast. And I'm stoked to have you back. I I recommend people check out the last episode we did together to hear your background, what you're great at. Like, you jump out of the gym, you have a platform of 50,000 plus people watching you dunk, and you have your How to Jump Higher programs. But the reason this episode is going to be dope is we're going to talk about kind of like the behind the scenes of what makes a great dunker, what makes a great business person, like what makes Mike Kaufman Mike Kaufman. So thanks for hopping back on, man. Yeah, man, no, I'm pumped to be here. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to share, you know, some of my like processes that I that I use uh, for, you know, goal setting, execution, holding myself accountable, things that I've used uh, through my work, through, through Better Bounce, and uh, in in life with friends and family as well. So, yeah, so like I think this I, is a this is a cool episode because uh, one of the big things that you're passionate about is like when people reach out and they ask, "How did you get to be so great at this or that?" Like you always come back to, yo, it's a process. It's a, it's a long-term thing. Like this is not luck. This is something I work so hard at. So this is a cool opportunity for you to kind of go into depth about your process. Um, and for me, as I'm kind of learning on the fly and learning from all these smart people, I get to, to give my two cents too. So why is it, uh, the process of goal setting and execution? Is that kind of the whole reason is that it's gotten you to where you are, but why is it so important to you? Yeah. So, I mean, like... There's a, the, the way I look at it is like, it, unless you write things down and have a really, really, really organized and like calculated approach, like you're just not going to see like crazy results unless you do that. If, 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 if you're trying to jump higher, but like you just want to go hoop with your friends and then like once a week, you'll be like, oh yeah, I'll do this jump workout. Like, then you're probably just going to get like, you know, mediocre results. You have to be like, you have to, you know, it's like, it can change, but you need to set a plan for a certain amount of time and stick to it. 
Um, and you know, a lot of us don't have like trainers and different people to go to. So it's like, you got to do your own research to the best you can and put together some sort of plan. Yeah. Um, it's setting and, you, it's like setting you up for success and not like leaving the controllables up in the air. Like it start, it could go for jumping higher, getting more shots up, becoming a better handler. It could be starting a business. Like we could all kind of hope that we're going to get there, but you've found for sure. And I've found through basketball and business that like it takes putting the pen to paper, like you said. So when you got into this, I want to, I got to note this, man, this is going to make you laugh. I went back on our old text messages between you and I, and when you had just started better bounce, it was so sick to look back and see kind of where your head was at. And it's so reflexive of who you are, man. It's like better bounce was just coming up, but you told me exactly what you wanted to be. And now it's, it's what you wanted to be and more. You were like, what, what, what was I saying? I want to hear, I want to hear about Well, it. let me go back to, <laughs> let me say this other part of it. You were like, yeah, I'm doing this and this. I have all these side jobs, but dude, New York city's dope, man. It's the best place for like media and advertising. What I really want to do is become like a high end media person for a, for a dope sports company. I'm just, I haven't found it yet. And I'm like, dude, I looked wow. back at that man and chills went down me. I'm like, he doesn't even know this past Mike doesn't even know that he's about to. And then months later, you're like, yeah, I just made a, a video for overtime and now I'm doing some side work for them. And and now looking at you being one of the high strategy guys for overtime, like one of the coolest companies in the basketball space. That was right there. It was like, fuck, man, like that is sick. This is someone who had like a micro goal, a micro vision of where he wanted things to go. And then, you know, a couple of years later, look at where you're at right now, you know? That's dope. I'm I'm gonna have to look back at those texts because yeah. that's yeah. Uh, thing thing. I'm not gonna lie. Like th- things have really becoming you know full circle uh, for me in a way. Um, and you know I'm su- I'm super grateful for it. But but I do think that it's like a lot of it is lucky in a sense. There's a lot of luck involved. But I think a lot of it. I think you create your own luck in, yeah. in a way where you know if if you put in the work and do a lot of different things. And like you just have more opportunities to get lucky, and therefore you're you're you, you can get lucky. It's a much much higher percentage that you'll get lucky. Yeah, um, I feel so, like so. I feel like it wasn't luck. And for me, looking at you, I can like study and break it down that in a way that maybe you don't see. So like I feel like, and I said this on the last episode that you've had this like self awareness of who you are and what you want, and then you kind of just like, and then of course you work hard, and then things work out in a way that you can call lucky, but that first step of having self-awareness, what skills you have, what skills you want, and then the type of environment you want to put yourself in right there can apply to anything. Like if you want to jump higher, you got to find out where you are, what you want to be, all that shit. So you kind of did have a nice macro view of where you were at. And then you had belief, man. So you have to have that belief to start out. Do you feel like some of the people that you work with trying to be jumping higher, becoming better basketball players, don't you think that belief is has to be there to start or else kind of you're doomed from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And, and the, the belief is something that that's something that's kind of hard to teach. I think that that comes more within, like, I just remember like as a kid, when I was like a little kid, like watching NBA players, like for some reason I was like delusional enough to be like, I'm going to dunk one day. Like I knew I was going to dunk one day as like a little kid with like no, um, there was no evidence or proof that I was on that, that I was on track to being an yeah. athlete. Like, but, but yeah, I think, I think it's just like, if you're, it, you know, that's all you got to have faith in, in yourself and that you're going to get to where you want to get to. Yeah. It's like, it's like childlike enthusiasm. And then one other thing I like about like a macro goal and why I want to hint on this is like, if you know, kind of the g- general vibe of what you are, what you want, you know, you're not there yet, but you think it's possible. You have belief and then you kind of set your scopes on like that North star. Like maybe for you, it was like being a high end at a dope media company for you. It was having a big brand around, um, you know, what you've been able to do basketball wise. You have that like North star goal. And then you kind of just work hard and put your head down and trust that you're kind of floating in that direction. So it's like, it gives you the opportunity to, and this is the reason I'm like, want to hit on this is because it's something I'm getting like, hardcore on right now in this last like two months, I've been really clear on like, okay, where exactly do I want to go for the North star so that I can put my head down now and just kind of trust that I'm going in that direction. So it's kind of like you can float by and kind of go like easy, easy and with the flow and, and still be flexible and still pivot. But as long as you're like floating down the right river, you know, you got to pick, 
like so the macro is like make sure you per- pick the right fucking river before you just start floating down and then you could yeah. kind of take the guessing out of it so even if you're just floating by and barely getting by and just doing one tiny little step at least at least what i'm telling myself is that you're moving down the step you want to go and not the wrong river going the wrong direction you know what i mean yeah for sure i mean it's kind of like the journey. It's like, you know, right now, you know, you have this great podcast and you're really trying to make it grow. Um, and it, you know, it's going to be a journey and yeah, you have your North star. You have, you, I know you want to get to certain places and you're doing little things, getting certain, certain guests, you know, getting enough podcasts out. You probably have things that you keep in line, um, to keep you floating in that right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is that, you know, a month from now, you might look down at, at your paper of the things that you said you should do and be like, I don't think I should do this anymore. I should do this. Mm. And then and you make the changes as you go along. But it's it's about getting those first things down. Like I want to put out one podcast a week. I want to get, you know, guests that have, you know, whatever this certain criteria. And like once you do that and you write those things down and start to float, now it's easy to say, OK, number four on that list we should change that because it would be better if it was like this, yeah. or we should add, we should add number six. And now, and now you're learning. And now like the, the, the river starts to flow faster mm. because, because you've, you've already learned from putting things in and making them better. And and that's really like, um, you know, being part of a startup, um, uh, you know, being like a first 15 employee at a startup that now has, I think close to 60 employees. Like you can see that's how it goes. Like, you have to, you have to try things. You have to take risks. You have to execute on things, you know, that you think will work. Um, and then, you know, see what happens, look at the data, if you have any data and then, and then go back to the drawing board and try something new. Um, but, but I think like in life, you don't really have like data where it's like, okay, we posted this video and it overperformed. So now let's keep covering this kid. Cause it does well. It's like, instead it's like in life, you're like, I tried yoga for four weeks. My body feels way better. Yeah. It's like, okay, but that, but that is your data is like that. My body feels better. Yeah. Um, it's like the data is like, you're feeling better about how things are going. Like I feel the more research I've done on like the subconscious, the more re- that more I'm believing that like when you feel something, it's, it's like you're all these micro things that your brain's picking up. And it all, the only way it can tell you what's going on is through these emotions and feelings. So when you're feeling good about something, it's usually because you're doing all these little things, right? Like you're doing yoga. Like you said, the data is that you feel good. Your body feels good. And for me having that macro goal, like you said, it can pivot and can change, but it gives you like that purpose and the grind. And like, for, for me, like, obviously I'm not where I want to be right now yet. Like, but I'm so grateful for where I am right now because I know I'm making steps to where I want to go. And I'm, and I have that North star and that macro goal planned out. So whatever it is business wise, whether it's like start a cool podcast whether it's dunk the ball, become the best basketball player. If you set that North star on something, it gives you more meaning in the journey. Like, have you found that like in those early stages where you're not anywhere close to where you want to be? Have you found comfort and knowing like almost, you know, you've heard the slogan, like find your why first. Have you had a why that kind of has kept you motivated while you go? Or has it just been like in your, yeah, I mean, tell me about the why thing. Yeah. The, so the why thing is interesting because it's something that I'm questioning all the time. Mm. So it's like, I want to talk about that. Go ahead though. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm constantly, I'm constantly saying to myself, like, even though better balance is growing and showing success, like once a week, I'll be like, why am I doing this? Like, mm. what is the real reason that I'm doing better balance? Like, and I'm, and I'm constantly going, you know, and figuring out what it means to me and why I'm doing it. And, and, and the truth is it's changed um, over the past couple of years, it's changed, um, because it's evolved and I've had to evolve with it. Um, I mean, with better balance, like, like initially it was like, you know, trying to help kids, um, really just jump higher and start a program and, and try to see if, you know, it could grow. And then, you know, it started to grow and kids started doing my programs. And now I really like have more of a holistic approach, you know, as to you where like, I I really just want to be like, you know, a, 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 some sort of figure in the basketball space, um, that, you know, people follow, you know, for motivation and for everything. And then specifically for, um, for vertical jump or basketball stuff in particular. I feel that. And for me, something that I've 
this is all recent to me. That's why I love to share it. It's like the common theme for me and for anybody else who puts out all this different stuff and, and maybe feels like they're going in all these different directions and, and has questions with like their why and shit. The common theme when I look at you is just like, it's all things Mike, you know? So even though you help kids jump higher and you're great at it, you can also help people with so many other things that you're great at within the sport of basketball and beyond and, and finding the common link sometimes is tough, but it's like, you're the common link. But one thing I found crazy helpful in this month, cause I'm the same way. I'm like, everybody says, find your why, find your why. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And it, it'll be different this week than it'll be different last next week. But something that really helped me, it was a series of three questions and we don't have to do it right now, but I'm going to say it in case you want to look back. And it's from this guy named Aubrey Marcus. Who's one of these people I follow along and I love, he says like, what do you really, really like in the world and what you do about everything? What do you really, really like? And the second question is, what is keeping that thing that you really, really like from reaching its highest potential? So it could be something small, it could be something huge. And then the third question is, what could you do? How could you play a part in making that thing reach its highest potential? And for me, and then the answer to that third question gives you a really good gauge on what your why is. And so for me, that has given me so much fucking fuel in this last two months because it, it took away for me a huge macro goal that gave me ability to like connect all these different things. So I'm looking at it on my whiteboard and it says like live in a way that embodies. And then I listed all these characteristics in a way I want to embody. And then my final sentence is make so the way I could help this thing that I love reach its highest potential was I want to make alternative approaches to learning and living much more accessible. And so once I wrote that out, I was like, it struck a chord with me and I was like, holy shit, that's literally the the link that connects everything that I've always done and everything I've always been drawn to. So it's something I offer for people to definitely try is listen to that three questions again and, and try to find that why and find that macro. So it makes all the, the, the small pivots and the small changes that you're talking about, Mike, it, it gives it a little more meaning. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's interesting. I'll have to go through that exercise, um, myself, but this is, this is reminding me of something that I've been thinking about lately. And like this, why the why question is really interesting because I think, you know, as you're doing stuff, you know, the truth is we're, we're all trying to do something that we love to do. Um, and if you, if you go down that path to do something that you love and you're passionate about, like you're going to have adversity and you're going to have times where, um, shit. Am I still, can you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. Um, you're, you're, you're going to have times, um, you know, where you, where you you have some doubt or you're second guessing yourself or you're wondering if you're doing the right thing. And that's when that why comes in. Or maybe it's because you're working so much and working so hard and you're exhausted and you're just like, why am I doing this? Like, should I be doing this? Mm. It, 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 it's, I, it, it, um, sometimes I, I ask myself, like, why am I doing this? Because sometimes I'm doing so much work mm. and I'm just like, should I be doing this? And then I, it, it kind of struck a chord. I was just like, of course, like I'm doing exactly what I love and not many people can do that. So it's almost the way my, the way I like changed my men- mentality about it was that like every day I'm fighting to keep doing what I love. Mm. If you have a mentality that you're going to fight every single day to do what you love to do, then like, then of course you're going to put in more hours and of course you're going to, you know, care as much as possible and put in the work necessary. And that's really how I look at it. Like every single day, it's a battle to fight, to keep doing what I love to do. Um, and I, and I think it has to be like that intense because like most people just aren't, you know, following their passion all the way through. Um, and this Steve jobs quote, um, I'll have to send you the video. Maybe you can put the audio in this podcast or something. Um, but he kind of says like, if you're doing what you love, then, um, you're kind of crazy because it's irrational. It's, it's like, it, it's, it doesn't make sense to keep going, but you keep going because you love it so much. Um, so any rational person would quit mm. because they're, because it's, it's normal. It's okay to quit. You have to be kind of a little irrational to keep going through it. Um, I love that. I love- 
Yeah. And that's for me that's- why I was like so hardcore on like, let me find a way to develop a why that's strong enough that makes me passionate so that I know when I hit all these obstacles and hurdles, I can push through and like, be like, oh yeah, that's why I'm doing it. This is why I love this so much. But I love that, man. And I, I, I've tried to channel like, I call it like a warrior mentality where it's easy to sometimes get in the abstract and, and get like, why me? Like, why is this so hard? But then when you channel that, like, like you said, you have to be intense about it because there's so much shit that's going to come up and it gets hard a lot. But when you have that warrior vibe, you definitely take that as like, Oh, this is only making me stronger. I'm going to conquer it. And I definitely see that in everything you do, man. You're just doing so much in so many different directions that you just definitely have found a way to like channel that, that warrior vibe. So we talked about the macro. It's definitely important to know why you're doing what you're doing. Even if it's as small as like, I want to be the best version of myself. That alone can give you like the, the fuel to, to get through the stuff that's hard. But then the micro is now where we can really focus on whatever your specific goal is. So dunk the basketball, like become a killer three point shooter, become the best, like start a business, uh, whatever it may be, you know, this is where it gets like really in the nitty gritty. And for you, you've gone from an average height white guy to dunking the ball better than anybody. Most people have seen you've, you've landed a job at one of the best media companies in the world. Um, you've done a lot of things that required micro goals and execution. So take me away. What is your process, Mike? I'm, I'm of the listeners saying like, teach me what, what do you do to make sure your micro goals are accomplished? What do you do to stay accountable? Um, take me through that and then I'll, I'll ask questions as we go. Yeah. So, so I will say that, you know, the macro goals are kind of like, you know, the dreams. It's like when people say like dream big, it's like, that's your, that's like a macro goal. And I think that's awesome. And, you know, I encourage people to, you know, have those big dreams. Um, for me with any success or milestone that I've found, it's like the milestone. I I, I don't know necessarily if the milestone was like an actual thing I wrote down, but it happened through these micro goals. So for the past like five years, um, I'd say, I've been writing down, um, like every single day I write down what I need to do. Um, mm. like every day there's some sort of agenda do every have, week, every a, week I plan out my, my workouts for the week. And right there, um, do you have a planner or a journal yeah. or a, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big notes on iPhone guy. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't like to write things down with a pen anymore. Mm. Um, but I mean, I know a lot of people do, and there is kind of a nice, uh, a nice vibe to writing with ink. For sure. Um, but I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a chronic. I have a planner, a journal, and I write everything by hand, and it slows yeah. my brain down. But that's great. That, that right I mean, there, I'm gonna like stop you as you go because I think I don't think you realize how valuable everything you say is in this space. But like, right there, people, if you don't have a journal or a a planner or something that like a set space in your notes app that makes like you write down what you're doing every day. That alone is a habit that so many people don't have. And I'll be surprised when I'll bust out my planner that friends will be like, Oh, you have a planner. That's just, that's a good idea. And like, yes, like you have to structure your days around what you want to do. And like, even if you have a, like you have a schedule that you do similar things every day, that alone is a huge hack right there. Like people need not a hack, but like, a no, <laughs> you, exactly. you gotta have I mean, a planner. It's, it's as simple as this. It's like, it's like, let's say on Monday, like, you're supposed to do your laundry and you're supposed to like, like these are ways where it's like, let's say you said that you were going to do your laundry, take out the garbage, um, and do your, do your homework. Like literally things that you don't think are that big of a deal, but let's say Monday night goes by and you look at the day and you didn't do any of those things. Like you, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say that you just didn't do what you were supposed to do. Whereas if you check those things off, they're like mini accomplishments through the day. Um, and, and you will, you will feel, feel better. So when Build I'm writing, my week out, yeah. yeah, when I'm writing my week out, it's, it's, it's silly things. Like you're doing your laundry on this day and you're, you're going to lift upper body on this day. And don't forget to write your, your check for rent. Like it, it's all these little things, um, that add up, but you know, as, as you get older and you have more responsibilities, like there's just too much shit. You can't keep it in your head. Yeah. You you have to write these things down. It's all, it's like, it's like all these computer tabs in your head and you have to just like clear them out, take a sec to write them all out. And then it takes the thinking out of it. Like you don't have to think, you just kind of, 
as your day goes and you're all like, and you know, you have a ton to do, but you have something to check back on. So instead of being like, okay, what's next and using all this mental energy that you yeah. don't need to be using, you could just refer back to your list and your to-do list and, and crush it out. Exactly. And like the, the cool thing is that like, since I'm like, I have like an Apple laptop and an iPhone, like my iCloud keeps the notes up to date on all devices. So mm-hmm. I can kind of be on my laptop and it's up to date. So I really like the iCloud thing. Um, but basically, so I have this like, I have this like weekly to-do list where each day and date is out and I'll kind of plan out my week as it goes. And then above that, I have like things that aren't necessarily a big priority, but I want to write them down so that when I have free time, I do them. Like if I want to work on this video for better balance, that's like, it's not like a life or death thing or a deadline but like, it's a video that I want to eventually execute on. I'm going to write it in this area. Mm. And every once in a while I look up and say, okay, I got to do these things. And just by, um, just by having that written down, I bet you that's a good idea. I'm thinking of like, you'll just see that almost every day. And when you're doing your day-to-day tasks, exactly. instead of just like having that in the background, you're looking at that and be like, no, not right now, not right now. But then eventually you'll see it and be like, oh, that'd be, that's perfect for right now. Yeah. And even if I look at it one, two weeks from now and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. At least I can then make it the decision that I don't want to do it anymore. And I thought through it and made a decision. Hmm. Whereas just like I, if I didn't write it down, I would have forgot about it. It puts you in the uh, driver's seat. That's that's exactly smart. exactly. That's smart. And so I kind of have that. And that's like super micro day to day, week to week. Um, and when do you find the time to kind of set this up? So is yeah, it, is it so once I, a week? Like that Sunday, you, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah. So it, I, I definitely am. It multiple times a week because things will come up throughout the week that I need to execute on. Um, and th- things will come up and pop up and maybe my body will feel a certain type of way and I want to switch up my workout plan for the week or something like that. Um, so it's something, and I'm also checking things off the list. Like I, I'm looking at it multiple times a day to remember like, oh, I was supposed to do this. Mm. And then sometimes you don't do what you want. You don't do, you do nine out of 10 things you want to do on Monday. And then you bump over that one thing to Tuesday and you get it done. Um, so that's kind of like my process. And like, it's, it's so easy for me at this point. Um, yeah, once and you then have- I kind of have, I kind of have like my macros are still like micros where I have, like, I literally set goals like since college. Hold on one sec. My camera keeps shutting off. You're good. Um, for me, the way this applies to me is like every Sunday I'll sit down and on Sunday, I'll kind of map out my Monday, Tuesday, and I have a general idea of my week, but Monday, Tuesday, I really want to nail down for Sunday. And then by Monday, I want to know, like, before I go to bed on Monday, I know exactly what I'm doing every day, all day Tuesday. Before I go to bed on Tuesday, I know exactly what I'm doing on Wednesday. And that way I can go to sleep knowing I know exactly what I'm doing the next day. I wake up and I don't have that lull of like, what am I doing today? What do I have to do again? Like it's all laid out for me. Um, and I'm in the same boat, man. So it's it's day to day. And then once Friday comes around, I, I don't do sun, Saturday, Sunday individually. I do kind of a, like a macro of the weekend. What are some of the things I want to do whenever I find time over the weekend? Because for me, like a weekend's a good time to also unplug and get off social media and get off the computer. And But also I want to find time. So that day to day planning, man. And once you do it enough, like it's part of my, it's part of my routine. It's like you do a habit enough and eventually the habit does you like, I don't even think about it. The habit just tells me like, Oh, I have to plan out my day. So that alone is a, is a good first step. Exactly. Um, so that's like a constant for me. Um, but then I have something else that I don't really look at every day. I check in like maybe once a month, maybe every few weeks on this. And basically I've been doing this since college. So I'll, I have like this goal. I, I have a, a place where I literally write down my goals. Um, and I'm going to pull it up on my phone now so I can look at it. But basically, so in college, I started doing this. So I kind of follow the same format since then. And in college, you kind of break things down like semester to semester. Um, so like the way I, the way I have it broken down now is like, I'll set goals for like six, seven months. So I have goals here set from January to June. Um, and then I would like, revisit it, see what I did. And I would set goals for like June to December. Um, and I mean, and, and, and I really set goals for like every facet of life. Um, there's like, it's anything like better balance. It was like, like I could see there's a goal right here. It says get to 60 K followers. So it could be something that's like tangible like that, where it's like, okay, there's actually a number and you'll see that. Um, 
And then, so I'll have like goals for better balance. I'll have goals for overtime, which is my full-time job. Um, I'll have like financial goals, like, oh, I want to save this much money. I'll have, you know, fitness goals and diet goals. Um, and, and, and literally one of the goals could be like, stay disciplined with your diet, which is like, there's no, there's no, like, there's no measurable, there's no outcome, measurable yeah. outcome on that, but it's like keeping it a hundred percent with myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. did I actually stay accountable with it or did I kind of slack off and should I be better? And I think that uh, that's a cool reflection because some goals you want to keep very like, okay, I know I accomplished this and move on. I know I like, there has to be some measurability with your goals. Like if you want to become a better shooter, you can't just say become a better shooter. You got to say, put in this amount of shots, make this yeah. amount, of, this many out of this many shoot this percentage, like specific is good. But for me in another way is like the way I want to live, you know, you can't really measure the vibe I put out. And so for me, that reminds me of like, it kind of goes back to a macro goal. So maybe eating right for you is a macro, like that's just something I do. And for me, that's like how I show up and the vibe I put out is a goal itself, but it's not measurable. It's like, it's just something that it's a way of being almost. So your diet is kind of like a way of being. And for me, when I do like make my macro goals, micro goals, this is something I'm just experimenting with now. And I'm finally like, I'm proud of myself because it's actually like super beneficial, man. Like, and I had heard this so many times from people that I study and shit like that, but just took for some reason a while to implement it where you set like a big goal, like you did for 60 K for better balance. Maybe a while ago, that was a big goal for you. And for me, I'll do something similar within all these different things I want to do. And instead of for the longest time, I would have these big goals and I would just be overwhelmed with where to start. And so by putting them six months in advance and be like, okay, I'll accomplish it in six months. Yeah. It, it took a pressure off. And then I said, okay, if I accomplish this in six months, what would I have accomplished on month five? And then if I accomplish this on month five, what would I have accomplished on month four, month three? And I moved all the way back. And when I did that, my first month of goals was like, oh shit, I could do this easy. Like this is super easy. And I did that. Like March was awesome for me. And now I'm looking at April. So at the month's end, I'm looking at, okay, what do I need by May? And it just makes it so manageable. So if your goal is to make a hundred thousand shots in a summer or whatever it is, that sounds yep. like so insane. But if you just move backwards and step-by-step step it, that first step usually is so much easier than you think. And then the ball is rolling. Exactly. I think the key word there is manageable. And that, and, and that's like that, I guess that's why I do what I do is that I've, I figured out a way to make it manageable for myself. And like, yeah, the goal is 60 K followers. But I think when I set this goal, I was at like 45 K. Exactly. That's so, so it's like, it's, it's yes. It, when you set these six month goals, which are essentially short term goals, you want to make them realistic, but you want to also make it like, like I try to stretch it out. So like, like I might fall, like most likely, like I might, I'm, I understand that I might fall short, Yeah. but I also like what I'm like, what I'm like, okay, if I keep doing what I'm doing and keep getting better, like, okay, I'll probably get 55,000 goals, 55,000 followers. So I'm going to get 60,000 as my goal. So you want to be realistic, but then take it one notch above when you're setting these goals. So even when, if you fall short, you're in a great spot. Totally. Um, That's a good point. But, but like when I'm setting these goals, like it's important, like it's, it's like, I have my jobs, I have like financial, I have, you know, fitness and health. I have like social goals, like, li like literally like spend more time with friends is one of my goals for the next six months. Yeah. Um, writing that down because I know it's important. Um, right now I get caught up. Like I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend and a lot of time at work and you know, sometimes I don't make enough time for friends because you forget how important that is when you're in the moment. So I write that down. And then like, my well-being, like I don't, I, I've really been trying to um, commit to meditating, and I've been failing at committing to it. But I know it's great, and when I do it, I love it. So I have like meditate every week. Hmm. Like, is that my real goal? No, my real goal is to meditate every day. But I know I'm kind of far from it. So for this six months, my goal is to meditate every single week. Hmm. Um, what you, and, what I could offer is uh, maybe set like a <laughs> weekly time. That's what helped me. Yeah. Is is like. Maybe I won't do every day, but maybe this week I can meditate for a total of 20 minutes. And if all week you don't meditate, you at least know, okay, on Sunday I could get 20 minutes. Of That's a long meditation, but I could get 20 minutes in. But then also my, That's it's taking a big, like you said, like, or, you know, take these bigger ones and make them smaller. So like for me, that's kind of the way I look at meditation now. 
because I had stepped away from it for a bit and now I'm coming back with like a fresh eyes on it. And, and sometimes like five minutes is all I can handle. Some days I can't do it and I'm, I, I'll give myself a break, but knowing like over this week, I'll get in X amount of minutes. It's a good way to like make it a goal, but not make it too much of a stress because that's going counterintuitive of what it's trying to accomplish. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, that's super important. Um, when, when you're, when you're talking about the goal, the goal setting is that you don't want it to turn into a negative thing. Yeah. So you really have to know yourself, um, and know that, you know, I I'm super hard on myself. Um, but when I, when I look back at June at the, at these goals and I start checking them off the list or start saying like, Mike, you didn't execute on this. Um, you know, I try not to be hard on myself. I try to, you know, the goal, the goals that I wasn't able to really conquer for this six months, like they'll definitely get bumped over to the next six months. Yeah. And, and yeah, like hopefully I'll get smarter, a little smarter with it. And I'll be like, okay, Mike, you didn't meditate every week. So what's another strategy we can do to get you meditate once a week? Okay. You need to set Sunday, 8 PM is your meditation time. Like you're going to, you're going to make that your time. Like, honestly, that's a great suggestion because the truth is I haven't been doing it mm-hmm. every week. But, but the, but the fact that it, you wrote it down maybe puts it into action even more. So like, whereas before you might've put it off for a year, having it written down, now you're only putting it off a couple months and you're still implementing faster. So it's cool to hear that you're hard on yourself because looking at you, you're one of the, like we've had a lot of conversations dancing around the idea of goal setting and execution. And you've been one of those guys that have been really helpful in me and, and understanding that it takes a process, it takes accountability, it takes consistency. And so you've been from afar, like a, a really good mentor in that sense and, and making sure that I'm doing the things and not just hoping for them, but putting them on paper and actually making, taking the steps necessary to make them happen. And so I think that's just common for anybody who's an active goal setter is just like, you're never doing enough because your goals, you know, if they're too easy, you're going to knock them out and just be a lazy ass and be like, okay, I accomplished all my goals, but by making them slightly out of hand, you're always kind of reaching farther than you should. But I mean, it's, it's working out for you, man. So how do you, is that kind of how you handle the idea of like frustration and consistency? Um, it's just knowing that you're doing the best you can and you're, and you're, you're controlling all the controllables. Exactly. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff is out of your, out of your um, control, but you know, I really, I really look into every aspect of life and, and try to control everything I can control. Um, and, and for the most part, I think, you know, th- things, things will work out if you stick with that, um, for the most part. But I, I think like holding yourself accountable is super, super important. Um, how do you hold I mean, yourself accountable by checking your goals every day or what's that look like? Yeah. So, I mean, I've always kind of, uh, taken pride in holding myself accountable where, whether it's, you know, being part of a team and, you know, your, your coach, your coach tells you to do something like, you know, you want to do it and you want to overachieve and get it done. And I've always kind of wanted to be that person where it's like, no matter what the task is, like if someone asks me to do something and I say, I'm going to do it, like, I'm going to do it. Like, like it, it could be something, you know, so ridiculous or where, where it's like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, but if someone tells me I'm going to do it, like I'm going to write it down. I'm going to figure out a way to get to do it. I'm not going to forget when someone asks me to do something, I'm not going to forget. Or I'm going to tell them like, Hey, I can't do it. Mm. Like that, that is like, that is one of the biggest like things for me. And it bugs me so much. And I like, like to succeed in your career, like you don't necessarily have to be like the smartest guy or, you know, and have these like amazing skills. Like one thing is just holding yourself accountable. Like when you get asked to do something, you do it, do it well, do it on time. And like, that'll take you so far. Mm. Um, and, but I guess it is a little harder hold yourself accountable. It's easier when your boss tells you to do something and if you don't do it, you might get fired. Right. Yeah. That's like, there's a real consequence. Or your like, coach or whoever. Me, but yeah. Yeah. Like when there, when there's real consequences, it's a little easier. Like your coach tells you not to talk in the locker room or you're going to run a suicide. Okay. I'm going to shut up. I don't want to run a suicide. Right. It's like, you have the punishments, but like for me, if I don't do what I write down here, like no one's going to make me run a suicide. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of finding within, I think once you see that this works and that you've, you, you accomplish certain things and you feel, and you get the happiness from that, then like you want to hold yourself accountable because you just realize it's just a better way to live. Yeah. Uh, and I think by writing your, your goals down and so like 
we just keep touching back to you, like the, the clear, I always write clarity is king. So like the more clear you get on exactly what you want, how you want to get it, what your goals are and every asset, like everything you can think of really, the more you're holding yourself accountable. And then by making them small enough and obtainable enough, uh, yeah. my, by checking some boxes as small, even if it's taking out the garbage, like you said, and you're doing, you, you're doing the thing you know you need to do. It kind of builds up that, okay, now, now what, now what, now what? And then it slowly stacks and stacks and stacks. Exactly. And, and, and the truth is like, things are going to change and that's okay. So it's like, it's like, that's why I keep it in six month periods because like, sometimes I'll look back on a goal I set six months ago and I'll be like, I don't even care about that anymore. Like that doesn't matter anymore. That doesn't bring value anymore. Like that's crazy that five months ago, I thought that was something that was important. It's so beautiful. And like, it's such a yeah. beautiful part about writing is that you get to see the evolution of yourself. If you, It's like documenting your thoughts and where you're at and, and through writing your goals or writing anything, you, yeah. got, you get to look back and be like, damn. This is why I've never gotten a tattoo because I'm just like, I'm going to get a tattoo. And like two years later, I'm going to be like, this is the dumbest shit I ever did. Why did I get this? <laughs> I feel that. Um, so... No, no, no offense to anyone out there that has a tattoo, but, um, but so, I, I just can't commit to it because my mentality is changing all the time. So I think we have so many good things we took away from this from like, uh, first off, getting a planner, making sure you have some sort of daily planners, having, um, you know, small goals that lead to big goals as best as you can try to articulate your why and why you're doing the things you're doing so that when things get hard, you can remind yourself why the hell you're doing it and Oh yeah, I do love this and it's worth all the fucking suffering and, and trying to channel that warrior mindset. Like you were talking about, say I'm a, you know, I'm a high school kid that, you know, I'm just going about life and or a college kid and I just hang out with my friends and I hoop and I play basketball, but I kind of have some business goals and I'm going to give you like two hypotheticals. So say I'm like a, a younger kid. I know I need to get this whole goal setting and planning and execution mm -hmm. thing down is that kind of where you start me is like, just list your goals, like starting from scratch, give me like two to three things that I can do right now that will help me achieve my goals. Yeah. I, I think it's just starting the process and, and it's really finding something that works for you. So, you know, for, for, for Max, it's right. It's writing the things down in an actual on paper with a pen. For me, it's my notes like on a device. And like, there's really no right or wrong here. It's about something that works for you that you know you'll be able to check and manage day to day or week to week or however you have it, however you may be. Um, like nobody told me really, like I knew it was important to write things down. Someone told me the, the, like the, the high, like the, from a broad, broad, broad in perspective, like you should write it down. You should set goals and you should probably have like a plan or journal. Right. And then I figured out like what was working, what would work for me with my lifestyle and mm -hmm. the way I, interact through my devices or the way my schedule is. Totally. So I would say, take the time to figure that out. And then once you do that, you know, and, and, and maybe you try, like you might try to do a journal and be like, I don't like this. I don't, I'm not, I can't write down a pen. I forget when I wake up in the morning or whatever. And, but the common theme with all these is like, no matter what device you use. So what you would say starting off with is, is plan your days. Would it be set your goals? Like, despite what vehicle you use, what is the, yeah. what is the first yeah. destination? What's the first goal yeah. with what I, you're I doing? Think, I think every day needs to be written down. Um, even if it's just going to your three classes and going to basketball practice and, 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 and but, but then when you write those things down, you're like, shit, like there's a lot of free time in the day. Yeah. Maybe there's something else I should be working on. Maybe I should read, read for 25 minutes today, something else, or maybe I should meditate or maybe I should start looking into this. Mm. Um, and, I, and then you, you start to realize like you want to, you want to be more well-rounded and there is time to fit things in, to do them, to do things, to improve. And by scheduling um, like, uh, so many things for me to do when I do find that free time, then almost I've scheduled, I'm like, I'm going to do this, this, this after that, I'm going to do this. And then I have an hour break. That hour break now becomes like so much more relaxing so much better. I know that I, I have nothing to worry about. I know there's nothing I'm leaving unattended because yeah. I've scheduled this time in and it's like, exactly. and you deserve it. You deserve and, that hour. You exactly. Deserve that hour. exactly. Yeah. All right. So that's a, that's a good place to start for someone who's just getting into this and then maybe someone down along the line. So is there anything you would tell yourself in regards to the, like the theme of this episode, maybe one year ago? So one year ago you were on this planning journey, you were executing well, 
but there, was there anything that you kind of didn't realize until this year or something you you've added to your skill set and toolbox this year that you would tell yourself last year that would give you that extra edge? Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think I was, I didn't really ask the why too much. Uh, I kind of just had my head down and I was just working. And then this year I started asking the why more and have, and really have tried to, you know, put to words things in my subconscious and put and put and, and write things down that I feel are like my core, my core beliefs to why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been pretty, yeah, it's brought a lot of clarity, like you said. Um, but I mean, to be completely honest, like this machine that I've been working with, it's kind of been the same thing. Like my, like the way I was conducting my life when I had zero followers is, is pretty much the, it's the same, it's the same engine and the same system to, to, as it is right now. Um, and wow. I think that's important to also see is that it's actually the same in a sense, but, but yeah, I think, I, I think something that I probably didn't realize as much last year, this year is kind of how I'm saying, like you, you set these goals, you try things and it's crazy when you look back and you're like, why did I even have that as a goal? Mm. Cause you've evolved and you've learned and things have changed and you're getting smarter. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's the main thing. That's dope. I think, uh, I think that's cool to have that patience and uh, that flexibility with yourself to be able to be like, okay, it's okay to change pivots. But I think what you just said is a testament to kind of so much about you is like, you've been doing the, in a way you've built a machine that's, that just encapsulates this whole fucking talk so well, like put a system in place that becomes your machine like Mike Kaufman has. And it will serve yep. you for years and years to come. Like no matter what your goals are today, this framework and the system in which you achieve goals, whether it's shooting jump shots or five years down the line, it's becoming a better businessman. That's like the way I'm sure you did this even when you were playing basketball. Like it's such a good way to bridge the game, the sports game and the business game and life, create a framework around your goals, try to accomplish them as best as you can. And, and like you, you can pivot along the way, but that framework and that machine is going to serve you for your whole fucking life. Exactly. And yeah, we definitely talk about the metaphors and stuff. And you, in, in the beginning of the podcast, you were talking about, you know, like floating in a river and it's essentially like, yeah, it's a machine, it's a boat, it's whatever you want it to be, but you know, you're trying to get from point A to point B and there's a lot of stuff going on in between. Oh yeah. Um, but, but enjoy the ride. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and who knows, maybe, maybe over the next year, like, I add something new or I change something to my machine and make it better. Um, but I've found that, it, you know, it's really working, you know, but I'm definitely open-minded um, to different things. But, but yeah, the, I mean, the last thing I'll talk about, about goal setting is that just to stress that like, I really feel like it's important to, you know, it's great to set the tangible goals, like get straight A's where it's like clear results and, you know, but I think it's really important to set goals. Like, become a better leader, um, like be a better leader and, 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 or things that are, you know, not as measurable. Um, but at least throwing those out there and, and, and seeing in yourself, like what you want to be. Um, and, and, and sometimes maybe writing down being a better leader, maybe that won't lead to any results. Um, so maybe you got to get a little more, um, you have to figure out maybe why you're not such a great leader. Is it because, you know, you're in, you have social anxiety? Okay, so maybe you need to work on conquering the social anxiety. How can you do that? Maybe reading a book, maybe talking to someone else who has social anxiety or whatever. And now you can start to problem solve to become a better leader that way. But at least if you write down, like, who do I want to be? Like, I want to be someone that has a voice and is the leader um, and has clear messages to convey. So what can I do to, to make that happen? And for me, it's getting on podcasts like this. This is part, this is part part of me being a better leader. I feel like is being on a podcast like this, getting my messages out, sharing some of the things I do that I found successful to maybe people will use them straight up the same way I do, or maybe it'll, you know, flip a switch and inspire them to do something their way, which is even better. So, um, and being a better leader was one of the goals I set. Um, as, as well so i love this, that this mike thank you for sharing your your knowledge like dude you've been a mentor from afar and i've taken notes and i'm studying you and, and i'm so grateful that i can reach out in my process and in my 
my journey to becoming more consistent every day. Like I can reach out to you and you can, you can help me along the way. So I appreciate you and, and your message resonates with me. And I think it'll resonate with a lot of people, man. So, and I love that you closed with like, have a, have a goal that embodies a, a, a personality trait or a type of person. And with doing that kind of goal too, you can't really fail. Like you can, there's no like, if, yeah. if you change your goal, you can still use that personality trait and that'll carry you through life. So for me, my goals are split between a type of person you want to become and then, you know, actionable goals. So I love that. And it's, uh, I think you're a great leader, man. And, <laughs> and let's keep riding. Let's keep riding down yeah. this river, dude. Appreciate it. Now that's the thing is being a leader is super subjective. You might think I'm a great leader. Someone else might think I'm a bad leader. That's why it's like, there is no right and wrong. Like all you can do is just, you know, reflect on yourself, set the goals and try to make it happen. Yeah, man. And uh, I think there's so much meaning to be found in people's lives if they take the time to get clear uh, on where they want to go. And then just the journey becomes better. The float down the river becomes a little more enjoyable. And then if you pull off on the side of the river and have a beer or two, you get to be like, all right, well, when I get back in the river, I know exactly where I'm going. So it's, it's, it, even, it even makes relaxation better. So thanks for hopping on the podcast, man. I think this is a, a dope specialized episode. We'll have to do this again soon. For sure, bro. For sure. Always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, bro, I'm coming to LA this summer. We're coming. All right. <laughs> I really am. I really am. Thanks again to Mike for hopping on the podcast. And thanks for listening, guys. Please, 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 if you haven't already, leave me a review in the Apple iTunes store or Apple iTunes app, whatever it is. Your ratings mean the world to me. They help me bring on new guests if I ever get a sponsor on this show they're going to look at my ratings and things like that so I do this for free but I would love to make this you know bigger than it is and reach more people and help more people and and eventually make some money through this so if you like the podcast please leave me a rating a comment and that's doing your small part in helping me um, achieve my bigger goal so I appreciate you appreciate you guys joining this journey with me I'm having a ton of fun Um, and if you've one of those people I've had a few people reach out if you're one of those people that wants to start a podcast on your own um, I couldn't do this without the help of my podcast producer Justin Jones he's an audio engineer he helps me out with you know fine tuning the audio levels adding some music he helps me with posting and producing and getting everything hosted properly if you're interested in starting a podcast on your own reach out to us on Instagram reach out to me on Instagram and uh, we can talk to you about helping you out getting your podcast out this is podcasts are my favorite way to learn and it's like something I'm passionate about and and kind of spreading information farther making information more accessible so if you're interested in spreading your message and you have you know a message to share a podcast is a great way to do that so if you're interested in starting your own reach out to us and we can help get you started Um, that's it for today I'm excited for the podcast we have coming I'm really grateful for the people coming on and, and this is just the beginning so thanks for joining the journey And I'll see you guys next time. Later.